Welcome everyone to today's daily directional. These are navigational messages that help keep us pointed in the right direction. I'm Pastor Bethany, and I'm a learner, listener, and noticer of God. This podcast is a part of the Storytellers Collective. You can find us online at www.storytellerscollective.org. We believe God's story, as told through the Old and New Testaments of the Bible. We also believe our lives are a story that matters. When we begin to see the very real places where God's story and our stories intersect, we unlock wonder, worship, and a hope that communicates truly good news. Every day, we desire to turn our focus, our faces, our eyes, our hearts toward the God that our souls love. We choose to seek first the kingdom of heaven and believe the promise that our physical and emotional needs will be met by God. Our God is Father, Provider, Deliverer, Friend, Advocate, Anchor, Redeemer, Leader, and Guide. He graciously walks beside us every step of every day. He is our true north, our bright morning star, a lamp for our feet and a light for our path. Well, hello. This is day three of week two that we are in James. We're looking at James chapter one, and I will be reading verses 19 through 27. Today I'm reading it in the New Revised Standard Version, and mostly this is just to help us hear it from a different perspective. You must understand this, my beloved brothers and sisters. Let everyone be quick to listen, slow to speak, slow to anger, for human anger does not produce God's righteousness. Therefore, rid yourselves of all sordidness and rank growth of wickedness, and welcome with meekness the implanted word that has the power to save your souls. But be doers of the word and not merely hearers who deceive themselves. For if any are hearers of the word and not doers, they are like those who look at themselves in a mirror. For they look at themselves and on going away, immediately forget what they were like. But those who look into the perfect law, the law of liberty and persevere, being not hearers who forget, but doers who act, they will be blessed in their doing. If any think they are religious and do not bridle their tongues, but deceive their hearts, their religion is worthless. Religion that is pure and undefiled before God the Father is this, to care for orphans and widows in their distress and to keep oneself unstained. By the world. All right. Verse 26 says, those who consider themselves religious and yet do not keep a tight rein on their tongues, deceive themselves, and their religion is worthless. Oofta. That is a really strong statement. A tight rein on their tongues. In other translations, it says a bridled tongue. So let's think for a second about that visual, that image or metaphor of a bridle. A bridle is a piece of equine equipment, right? Used to train, direct, and redirect a horse. It's placed around the horse's head with a bit in the mouth, and then it's used to control, by the reins, the whole animal. 
Well, Merriam-Webster dictionary says that a bridle is the headgear with which a horse is governed. I like that word governed. It means ruled. It's whatever has sovereign authority over someone. Restrained by. It's something that has a decisive influence. So, James' statement here is to a very particular audience. We see that first in verse 26. To those who consider themselves religious. And his warning to those people is that they deceive themselves and their religion is worthless if they don't keep a tight rein on their tongues. So, first part of that warning, they deceive themselves. The Greek here actually says that he deceives his own heart. Whoa. So James is saying, you may think you're religious, that you belong to the family of God, but your heart is deceived. Ugh. Isn't it interesting that this is directed right back to ourselves? The first consequence of a loose tongue is our own allegiance, our belonging, the comprehension of our very selves. And the second problem is that our religion is worthless. Ouch, again. (laughs) The word translated worthless here may be better translated vain. And you know, that's important to me to speak out because that takes us back to Ecclesiastes again. The Ecclesiastes kind of mantra or the thing that is repeated over and over. Meaningless, meaningless or vapor of vapors. It's in vain. That idea that our physical lives are like vapors. They're unembodied and ungraspable. That things are fleeting. I'm pretty sure that none of us wants our religion to be ungraspable or without substance. It's very interesting to me and important for us to understand that the weight of our religion is tied to our speech. In Matthew chapter 12, Jesus said to the Pharisees, the mouth speaks what the heart is full of. It's very convicting to me. And Jesus' whole teaching goes like this. Make a tree good and its fruit will be good. Or make a tree bad and its fruit will be bad. For a tree is recognized by its fruit. You brood of vipers, how can you who are evil say anything good? For the mouth speaks what the heart is full of. A good man brings good things out of the good stored up in him. And an evil man brings evil things out of the evil stored up in him. But I tell you that everyone will have to give account on the day of judgment for every empty word they have spoken. For by your words you will be acquitted, and by your words you will be condemned. Man, those are weighty words too. What a warning, what a caution. There are examples and warnings that abound throughout Proverbs about our tongues and our words as well. Here are a few examples. Proverbs 4, 24 says this, Keep your mouth free of perversity. Keep corrupt talk far from your lips. Proverbs 6, verses 12 through 15 say, A troublemaker and a villain who goes about with a corrupt mouth, who winks maliciously with his eye, signals with his feet, and motions with his fingers, who plots evil with deceit in his heart. He always stirs up conflict. Therefore, disaster will overtake him in an instant. He will suddenly be destroyed without remedy. Proverbs chapter 12, verse 17 says, Whoever speaks the truth gives honest evidence, but a false witness speaks deceitfully. And one more for us. This one is actually quite hopeful. Proverbs 22, verse 11 says, 
those who love a pure heart and are gracious in speech will have the king as a friend. Okay, so I don't know what parts or pieces of your life this warning touches. I don't know where or how exactly you need to keep a tight rein on your tongue. There are a lot of places where this might be true, right? Do you have trouble with swearing or gossip? What about lying? Gosh, this one always gets me. Even exaggeration? Do you spend your time whining or fussing or complaining? Do you tear down others with insults or harsh criticism instead of being kind? Man, is it even something even more innocuous? Do you talk too much and need to listen more? Does this go back to that other verse right here in this section? Listen, be slow to speak. Gosh, empty words, harsh words, hurtful words, deceitful words, foolish words. We have to be careful. So will you ask the Lord with me? Let's pray. Holy Spirit, take a hold of our minds, hearts, souls, spirits, and voices today. May the overflow of our hearts onto our lips be the life-giving fruits of yourself. Restrain us, Lord, in places of frustration, anger, gossip, slander, or even poor habits. Keep us quiet when appropriate and careful when we speak. Guard our lips, God. We pray these things in the powerful name of Jesus. Amen.